Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I'm so happy to hang out with you guys again today. Last week, I shared with you that I've given myself a little bit of challenge. I am not a yogi. I am brand new to yoga, but I have given myself the challenge of 45 hot yoga classes in 45 days. Each class is 90 minutes long, and I am determined to average Uh, or to get 45 classes in 45 days, which is averaging about one a day. Today, actually, I have to do two because I can't go tomorrow. And in doing so, I'm learning a lot. And of course, most of it has nothing to do with yoga and everything to do with figuring out my best life, improving my choices, moving towards my potential, and stepping up my whole entire life to the next level. I'm loving it, and I want to share those things with you. If you haven't yet listened to 235, episode 235, I think you would really enjoy it, but you can certainly begin with this one and not really miss much. So for the duration of these 45 days, I want to pop in every week or every other week and share with you the lessons I'm learning in yoga that I know we can all benefit from in fat loss, in fitness, in our relationships, our careers, life in general. So let's dive in. The type of yoga class that I'm taking, and there are many, I'm not here to say that one is right or wrong or good or bad or better, it's just what's close to me, what's working, is Bikram Hot Yoga, all right? So it's a 90-minute hot yoga class. And we go through 26 postures. We do each one two times. In the first hour of the class, you're standing. And the last 30 minutes of the class, you're on the floor. And during the part of the class that's on the floor, you return to a resting posture called savatsana between each posture. So you do the posture and then you rest. Sometimes you rest for 20 seconds. Sometimes you rest for a minute. Some of the poses are are hard. Your heart is pounding. It's not abnormal to feel a little dizzy or feel a little nauseous, partly because of the posture, partly because of the heat. So returning to that resting pose is necessary to allow your body to kind of calm down. And at one class this week, as we transitioned from one of the more challenging poses back to Savatsana or that resting pose, the instructor said, always come right back to stillness. She was referring to coming out of a hard posture, right? A a hard pose where you feel like you really pushed your body. You might feel really tired, a little dizzy, a little nauseous. And instead of freaking out and following that feeling, mentally following that feeling, fixating on that feeling, she was saying, don't freak out, just come back to stillness. And unfortunately in life, I find 
that when most of us get rattled or stressed or anxious or angry or frustrated or hurt, we do the opposite. We do the opposite of returning to stillness. We kick up a frenzy, we panic, we perseverate, we worry. We follow those negative thoughts as far as they will go. That's one of my new mantras is don't follow that thought. Instead of saying to ourselves, wait, slow down, take a breath, be still, don't react. Maybe we eat, we distract ourselves with food, we yell at somebody, we make snarky comments, we withdraw. Or we just follow those thoughts and we create such overwhelming anxiety and unhappiness. As a society, I think we're a real instant gratification bunch of people. And what that means is we tend to feel like everything that happens, we must immediately react to. We must react. We can't not react. And we can't wait. We need to react now. So this idea of coming back to stillness especially after something that rattles us. I think that can be a game changer, no matter what your goal is. If your goal is to improve your food choices or to lose weight, to reach a fitness goal, to pay down your debt, to improve your marriage. When you feel anything you don't like, rattled, anxious, angry, sad, hurt, return to stillness. Just don't react. You don't need to react. I know you always react. I know you think you must react and you must react now because the world needs to know how you feel about this. Practice not reacting. Slow down. Be still. And understand that oftentimes the most appropriate response, the best response, is no response at all. As I was thinking about this notion of returning to stillness, I thought about how true it is that we can't, returning to some place presumes that you know where it is and what it is and how to get there, right? You can't return to a place you don't know or you've never been. And unfortunately, most of us are not very familiar with stillness. I know that because we're so go, 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 many of you are thinking, what is this stillness you speak of, Elizabeth? Where is it? How do I get there? What does it look like? What do I do? In order to be able to return to stillness, you've got to know where it is, how to get there, what it looks like. And I believe that means we have to practice it. The only reason that I know what savatsna is, is because I repeatedly get into that posture. So when my instructor says return to stillness, I've been there before and I know how to get back there and I know what it does for me and so I can go there. We have to practice stillness to become familiar with it, to know how to get there and know the value it brings. You can practice stillness by committing two minutes each day to just breathing exercises. Inhale, exhale, that's it. Or just by deciding that for 60 seconds, you're going to put your phone down and you're not going to look at your computer. You're just going to sit there. You can practice stillness by meditation, by praying, by journaling. But no matter what you do and how you do it, you must build your familiarity with stillness when you don't need it so that you're able to get there when you do. 
if some random person three weeks ago walked up to me and said, get into Savatsna, I would, I, I would look at them like they were crazy. I wouldn't know what it meant or what they were asking me to do. And you will have the same response to me, not understanding the benefit, not knowing how to do it, if you don't know what stillness is for you. Because I'm doing this daily practice and getting into this posture, the familiarity comes from my practice. And now you have to build that familiarity so that when you feel rattled, when you feel any negative emotion, you know how to return to stillness. I want you to work on being less reactive. I've shared on the podcast before and in my Fat Loss Fast Track groups that we don't have to attend every argument to which we are invited. And we don't have to respond to every temptation with which we are presented. That's about being still. And if it's not something you do regularly, you will need to practice it. You will need to practice being still. Let's switch gears here. One of the other things I've noticed that I think has very broad mindset applications to fat loss or fitness or really any goal is what I've observed about the people in my yoga class. Some are super advanced. Some are brand new. The super advanced people don't look the same, right? One super advanced person has a very different skill set and capability than the other. And the same thing with the new people. Some of the new people come in with an athletic background and so they have a higher baseline. They're sort of more proficient at the start than other people who it's their first exercise endeavor in any way, shape, or form. Now, here's what I want to really hammer home. If I walked into class on my day one and tried to perform at the level of one of the advanced students, I would not be a hero. They would not look at me and say, wow, she's motivated. I wouldn't get more out of it because I was trying to be as good as the best people. I'd get less out of it. I'd be a fool. It would probably hurt me more than it would help me. It wouldn't be, oh, what a rock star, how hardcore she is. I would be hurting myself and I would be skipping the basics. So I would never master a posture because I just skipped right past the basics and I did something that doesn't make me a hero. It sets me up for feeling disappointed and for getting hurt. So when you start to make changes, whether it's beginning to make better food choices or beginning to work out, understand that when you hold yourself to this standard of perfection that you've created in your head, this ideal way to eat or this ideal way to work out, you're not being hardcore. You aren't being a hero. And it's likely to backfire because either you have not established the basics and guys, you need the basics. Try putting a roof on a house before you have a foundation or walls. But you're also likely to get hurt. And from a behavioral or a mindset level, you're likely to feel frustrated and like you can't do it, like it's unsustainable. Think about the difference. If I go into the yoga class with a standard for myself that I'm going to be one of the best, I'm going to be as hardcore as the people who have been doing it for years, how do I leave that class feeling versus going in and saying, I'm going to do what my body can do today, period. No more explanation needed. In one, I leave feeling like this isn't for me. I can't do it. Why try? 
And in the other, I think, good job, Elizabeth. That's it. Just like I can't go to yoga and judge my performance based off the elite yogi, and neither can I judge my performance based on the person who's as new as I am, but maybe has never worked out before. I can't make myself feel bad because of the elite person or make myself feel good because of a person who's not as experienced as I am. You cannot set your performance standards based on anyone else. Your performance standard comes from you. What are you capable of? What basics do you need to establish? What is your starting point? Are you showing up with your best effort every day, not measuring your efforts based off somebody else's, just you? As I was laying on my mat in class the other day, I had an aha moment, which is very convenient because now I bring a pen and a note card into class to capture them. I'm I'm a weirdo. It's okay. I'm not sorry about it. So this challenge I've given myself is 45 classes in 45 days. And as I said, that means about a class a day and sometimes I'll have to double up. The fact that I am practicing essentially every day makes it really easy to see my improvements. Now, part of that is I'm making more improvements because I'm practicing every day, but I also can notice them because I remember what I did yesterday. Since my last class was just yesterday, when I sit in class today, I can realize, oh my gosh, I'm more deeply into this posture than I was yesterday, or hey, I couldn't do this yesterday and today I can. The daily practice allows me to see my improvements and it accelerates my progress and that in and of itself is motivating. If I was only going once or twice a week or less, I would not make progress as quickly, but I also wouldn't recognize it as easily. And both making progress and being able to recognize progress and observe and notice what's changing, it's so motivating. And it drives the desire to continue to practice. And then you get into what I call the cycle of accelerated returns. You get excited about getting better. You feel proud of yourself. So you want to do more and you do more. So you get even better because you're practicing more. This same thing is true as it relates to consistency in improving your food choices, consistency in practicing self-discipline, consistency in your workout routine. When you are inconsistent, you are robbing yourself in multiple ways. Number one, you don't make progress as quickly, right? Number two, you can't identify or recognize or appreciate your progress because it's not as fresh in your mind. Your performance from a week ago is very vague. And so you feel like, oh, I'm not getting any better. If you, let's say, you follow the golden rules of carbs and fat loss every single day, right? You are going to see more benefit and you're also going to have a more close comparison You're going to recognize the wins. You're going to remember that yesterday you fought really hard against that temptation and it felt like work and today it felt really easy and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, my consistency is paying off. Build consistency and practice every single day. The last lesson I want to share with you is related to our tendency to overlook or disregard information we feel like we already know. And I'll tell you how I experienced this in yoga, and then we'll talk about what it means for fat loss and life in general. 
So I'm on my mat and we're doing this one particular posture that I, I, I get it. I'm good at it. Most of the things I'm still like learning and, I, and I'm adjusting and I'm easing my way into it. And it'll be a long time before I can do the full posture. But this one thing I'm like, yep, I got this one. It's easy. I get it. I'm doing it. Cool. Then I hear the instructor say, make sure your thumbs are interlaced. That's going to give you a tighter grip and will increase the strength as you pull. And I look down, my thumbs were not interlaced. So I laced them together and immediately I noticed the difference. If I had let my mind wander during this pose and be like, yeah, 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 I know this one, disregarding all of her prompts because I, I got this, this one's easy for me, I'm good on this one. I would have missed that cue for improvement. We only retain about 40% of the information we hear and that's when we're giving it our full attention. How often are we giving anything our full attention? Rarely. That's why so many of my clients will say, I know you've said that a million times, but today it just clicked for me. We have to listen even when we feel like we already know something because you never know when you will hear, when you will receive for maybe the first time, the thing that makes it click. Don't let your ego get in the way of your progress. Don't let what you think you know get in the way of your ability to learn what you need to know. Don't let what you think you know Get in the way of what you need to know. When you think to yourself, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, I've heard that before. I'm good here. I'm, I've, I've heard her talk about this before. In any setting, do not tune out and assume it doesn't apply to you because you already know. This might be the time that you hear the thing that makes it click, that makes things shift. Don't let your ego get in the way of your progress. All right, I'm really enjoying this. I'm enjoying the physical challenge of the yoga. And more than that, I'm, I'm loving what I'm learning and I'm really enjoying sharing it with you guys. So I will continue to do this for the duration of my 45-day challenge. And we will wrap up with what I ate yesterday. Uh, what I ate yesterday, I had... Da, 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 da. Oh, I had broccoli and bacon for breakfast. Totally random, I know. And then I had a pea protein shake. Dinner, I went out. It was a heirloom to tomato salad with caviar and artichoke and some grilled octopus. So that is what I ate yesterday. Hope you guys have an awesome day. I will be back soon with another episode. Take care, guys. Are you ready to move beyond listening and learning and really change your life? Really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks? I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast. Here's what I know. Ascend will change your life and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.